Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. Welcome back. Kylie, how has your week been? My week has been really good, actually. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Any particular reason? Um, busy, opportunity um, to connect with community, things at the house have been pretty pretty chill. Um, yeah. It's That's been cool. good. How about you? Yeah, it's been all right. I mean, it hasn't been like exceptionally great, but it's it's been okay. Like it's just been, been a good week. Like Not bad. Just been a good week. Good. Yeah. No complaints. Um, Kylie. You've yes. Got a, you've got a couple tattoos. I do. I've got a couple tattoos too. When did you tattoo twos, twos. tattoo twos, twos? When did you get uh, When did you get your first one? How old were uh, you? Ish. I was ish thirty. Uh, it was yeah, about six years ago. I was in uh, where I used to live in Pennsylvania. Uh, Post rehab, I'd gone to visit some some friends and and uh, some family near where I used to live and just kind of get away for a minute. And uh, it was a tattoo shop there, and the, it was always a tattoo I wanted to get. And so I went and I got it's this little tiny like block letter tattoo on my wrist that says uh, Philippians 2.13. It's become kind of a life verse for me, which is, uh, you know, we like to quote Philippians 2.12, mm-hmm. right? Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. And I can think of not, I, I can't think of many verses that have been used so much to, to like wrongly put <laughs> the responsibility on someone, on why they're not getting stuff done in the kingdom of God, mm, right? And yeah. why they're struggling in their, in their walk. But I think if we quote the whole thing, if we quote 2.13, it kind of puts, puts some things in perspective. It says, you know, for it is God who works the will and the way according to his good purpose. Mm. And for me, what that means is, man, on days that I'm on it, like, I wake up and I'm like, Jesus, I'm ready to follow you. I'm ready to do this. I recognize that God's given me the, the willingness and the work to do that. And on days that I'm not, when I wake up and I'm just like, I don't want to follow you today, Jesus. I want to do my own thing. I want to be on the throne, like we talked about right, last right. time. That I can, go to, I can turn to Jesus and say, I, I need to be made willing. And sometimes, like, sometimes that's been my only prayer is, Lord, I'm, I'm willing to be made willing. Like, I recognize I'm not there, but, like, I'm coming to you honest, open hmm. about where I'm, where I'm lacking and knowing that only you can do it. And so it's on my wrist, so it gets a lot of movement. And it's also Philippians is abbreviated, abbreviated as Phil, so it says Phil 213. <laughs> And at the time, I was working for a, a pretty progressive restaurant, and uh, people would see it. And uh, the, the head of that restaurant uh, uh, was uh, was openly gay, uh, and it, it, I don't know. There was just a lot of a lot of things that we stood for uh, in that in that community, and people would see it and be like, "Oh my God, who's Phil? Is that your anniversary?" <laughs> like, no, it's a Bible verse. You know? <laughs> That's great. How about you? You, you? When was your first? <sighs> Man, it's been two or three years ago. 
probably. I, very, very uh, romantic gift for my wife on Valentine's Day <laughs> is when I got my first one. Oh, it's her name or something? No, oh, it's okay. not, but um, thank you for asking. I'm sure she'll appreciate hearing about that again. Um, no, I just, this verse in Mark, Mark 9.24, just continued to resonate. That whole story, uh, the father and the demon-possessed boy, and Jesus coming down, um, down off the mountain, and the, the disciples didn't know what to do, we're having, you know, and this father just after exhausting probably everything financially, everything emotionally, like he just wanted his boy to be healed. And so that plays a big part, but the, I got it in the original Greek text, so it's a conversation starter, but 924 of when the father cries out to Jesus, I believe, help my unbelief. That's cool. Which sounds so contradictory, but man, I, it is the tension that we live in on this side of glory as a follower of Jesus that I do believe in you, I do trust in you, but any time that I step into a sin issue, any time I don't believe uh, in myself uh, from the perspective of how you've created me, I don't step into those spaces, any time where I lack anything other than being of the Lord, it's because I have these moments of unbelief, and it's that tension that I believe that we live in yeah. as followers of Jesus. And I just wanted that reminder of vulnerability, openness with the Lord, crying out to the Lord that I do believe and I do trust in you, but I even need you to fill me with the faith that it takes to believe and to have faith and to trust in you fully. And so that's why I got it. And it's been a great conversation starter and a great reminder for myself. Man, I'm glad I went first because it <laughs> totally looks like you ripped off you ripped off my idea. I'm joking, obviously. But, but no, but but, the, but there's a, I mean, did did you hear the similarities in what we just shared? Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's the same, like it's the same struggle, right? It's what we're here talking about. Yes. Like yeah. we want and desire this intimacy and this, uh, and to be in pursuit with everything that we are, our heart, soul, mind, strength, right? Yeah, yeah. And the reality is, as selfish people, prideful people, jerks, that it's so easy for us to focus on ourselves. Yeah. We need oh reminded gosh. all the time. That's why we're that's why we're doing this, yeah. right? To help each other yes. and hopefully those about you know those out there listening to us. Yeah. That uh, that that's the reality. And, yeah. and like we said last time, uh, how, how, how was your week? Great. Everything's mm. great. Everything's great. Well, it, it might be good, but there's still things that we're, if we're honest and we're vulnerable, that we're wrestling with. Yeah. And we need help. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so, you know, we're, we're in the middle of this, this, this pandemic, and quite a few months ago we went on, uh, on, on mandatory lockdown here mm -hmm. in the state of Indiana, where we both are. And during, during that, like towards the end of that time, uh, we, had, uh, we had made arrangements for my daughter who was, oh my God, like just cooped up, like homesick. No, not homesick is the wrong word, but sick of being home. Maybe that's yeah. the, uh, to, to safely travel um, and bring her out to my parents uh, who, are in, who are in Maryland. And uh, so she can spend an extended period of time there with 
my folks, and they live literally a minute and a half, a community away from my sister and her husband and two boys, and they have a great family and great relationship. And so it was just good for everybody. So we, we made all those arrangements, and, and it took a little bit of planning, obviously, because, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, right? So, so I was... So it's, it's just me in my house, and half the time, my daughter, right? She splits <laughs> right. her time 50-50 between her mom and I. And man, as we're planning for this, like, I am secretly <laughs> giddy. <laughs> I, look, I love my daughter, and we're, I'm sure we're going to spend plenty of time talking about our families and our kids and, and being parents, because that's part of it. Sure. God uses that to humble us very much. <laughs> Amen. Uh, so I don't, I don't have to justify to anyone how much I love my daughter. I know I'm a good dad. I know I love my daughter, but man, was I looking forward to like having like six weeks of like just me, me and my cats. I got two cats, right? Like that's a whole nother episode. Well, whatever. We'll, <laughs> we'll debate that another time. <laughs> Anyways. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I have the nerve to go to the Lord and be like, Lord, thank you so much for these six weeks. Cause I'm not going out. I'm not, I mean, I'm quarantined, right? I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I'm enough of an introvert that I loved it. I loved it so much. And you know, and the Lord, confront, the Lord confronted me. I felt like he said to me, I don't mean like some big, boomy, audible voice, but just in my spirit, sure. I felt like the Lord said, he, he exposed the lie that I was saying. Hmm. And, and when I was left there naked, <laughs> I realized what I really was saying to the Lord. Not, thank you for this time alone. Thank you for this time to rest and just be by myself. What I really was saying was, thank you that I don't have to interact with anybody. Mm. And, and I felt like he said to me, just because you're alone, it doesn't excuse you from loving others and being my hands and feet to other people. Oh, man, did that hit me. Hmm. And I don't even remember why I shared that story. But well, the, 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 the vulnerability that, that we need him. <clears throat> that we need him. Yeah. I mean, because otherwise, you're, I mean, I remember you during that time, just you kept calling it me time. Like, I love my me time. Uh-huh. And obviously there are moments when we need yes. rest and rejuvenation and time alone with the Father. But when... Again, it goes back to what's the motivation of our heart. Yeah, yeah. The motivation of our heart is selfishness. That's exactly what Or the was. motivation is rest in him. Yep. And I think that that happens to, it, it happens to us all the time. Yeah. And we have to, one, war against our flesh in those moments and seek him in those moments. Yeah. Yeah. If we're doing any of that loving other people and pouring ourselves out without time and intimacy with the Lord, being honest with the Lord about who we are. Yeah. And I think for so long before just this continual growth in pursuit of my own life was I'm not being honest with the Lord and I'm not being honest with myself. Yeah, right. Like digging deep, it took going through, I mean, the reality of my story is I went through CR with some Celebrate Recovery with some other ministry leaders not, you know, it wasn't heroin addiction or anything like that, but like what it, it, it forced us to dig deep into like, why am I the way I am? Why do I fight against particular things? What am I afraid of? 
um, and where those things came from. And so during that moment in time for me, that and a, a book uh, by Brenda Manning called Abba's Child, just, I think ch- chapter two is the, the imposter, and it's this false self that we create that we want everybody else to believe your perception of, of me. I want, it, I want your perception of me to be what I want that to be, but the reality is I'm hiding behind something. Now, we're going to talk, I know, about you know what that looks like between us and other people, but to start off, it's got to be a, a recognition of self yeah. and honesty before the Lord. Yeah. Like, there's got to be honesty before the Lord of, hey, I understand through my life experience why... I have these feelings and emotions and struggles and and I need you. Yeah. I, I want to lay myself, like you said, naked. I want to lay myself bare before you and go, this is just true about me, but I know that there's something healthier, better, more abundant as I attempt. Yeah. And that's the, right? It's like it's a journey of laying those things to the side like we talked about last last time. And just being raw. Yeah. I think it's so hard for us truly to be raw and open and honest um, because it's safer and it's more comfortable to hide. Yeah. And there's this, you know, when you look at when God revealed him, himself, his name to Moses, you know, we, 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 we marvel at the... Like, it, it doesn't fit proper grammar, the I am that I am statement. It doesn't fit, and, and it doesn't in English, and it doesn't in, in, in Hebrew, but it's this, like, circular sentence, right? I am that I am Jehovah, right? I am that I am that I am that I am. And the, I, I believe the implication is I am that I am that I am, right? Jehovah, until there's a need that Jehovah needs to meet. Hmm. And several times in the several times throughout the Old Testament, God filled in that sentence for them. I, you know, they're 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 bitten, they're eating up by all these snakes, right? I am that I am that I am. Oh, you have a need. I am your healer, Jehovah Rapha. Hmm. Uh, or they're you know they're they're fleeing from from the Egyptians and they 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 want to they want to like tur- they're getting discouraged they want to turn back. I, 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 see, they, I see what you need. I am that I am that I am that I am. I am your banner, Jehovah Nisi, right? And I mean, ultimately, that's, it's Jesus, right? Even Jesus, his, his, his Hebrew name was Yeshua, which was this like mashing together of Jehovah Shua. I am your salvation, right? That's like the ultimate need. And, and, I had to realize, like, unless we fill in that need, God's, like, unless we're honest about that need is what I should have said. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not that God isn't powerful enough or not that God isn't big enough, but it's almost like, and I want to be careful how I say this because this can air on heresy. It's almost like he relegates himself to what does my child need from me? And he's, he's obviously so much bigger than that. And, that's, and that is a, a, sl- a picture, right? It's a portion of a picture of, of his fullness. But there is truth to that. And if we go around just saying, 
Oh, I, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I know. I'm, boy, I'm, I'm super humble. I, um, you know, sure. Maybe I cuss every now and then when someone cuts me off, but like, boy, who doesn't? Like, I don't, I'm good. I don't need health. I don't need healing in that area. I don't really have like overt sin in my life. Like, I'm good. Like, what do we expect from God? What do we expect from him? That he's like, it's almost like his hands are tied to say, I, I want to meet your need, but according to you, you don't have any. I want to be the need meter in your life. That, that takes me back to even the tattoo conversation. I believe helped my unbelief. Like until there's that moment of truly crying out and going, I know that you can, but I need you here in this space. Right yeah. behind me in this room is a chalkboard, a, a decoration that says Jesus is enough. And it's those moments when we don't believe that or like you said, I'm not sure that I can't handle this on my own, that we get in our own way. Yeah. And we don't allow Jesus to be enough. We don't allow God to step into those spaces. And just like that, just like that story in Mark 9 of if the Father doesn't just... Because right before that, Jesus says in response... If I can, yeah. like if I can right. heal your son, like right. almost like a chuckle, like yeah. I, I'm God. But if the father doesn't reply in a, I do believe I need your help because I, I can't do this on my own. I even have struggle in trusting that I know you've gone around and you've been healing people. I know and recognize that you are God but there's moments in my life where I don't fully trust you. Yeah. Or if it, if, if I did fully trust you, my life would look different. Yeah. My relationship with you would look different. If there's hesitancy in trust in a marriage, then there's always this guarding, a little bit of guarding each other, right? Like, it, it, are they really telling me the truth? Is this really... And that's not the design. The design is like a full openness, a full trust. And it's, it's interesting that God gives us that, that image in, um, in marriage, but it comes out of that. Yeah. I, I have to, and I want to. That's why I keep using the word pursuit. I, I want to continue to develop that trust and that belief and that faithfulness in you are going to step in and be the great I am in each moment of my life yeah 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 and if and if yeah I, I like that and if we and if we don't ever get there like man we're just gonna go through life thinking everything's just okay <laughs> right like oh, i'm doing great right but but god lives in that tension yeah because that's where he that's where he meets us that's where we encounter him in in the tension between those two things well and that's you can live a good life as a human being right. not knowing Jesus right. but it's missing the element of an abundant life yeah. filled with his presence knowing that I can walk through I can walk through this journey filled with the presence of the Lord yeah and 
that that has created this place without even talking about you know eternity and life after death just the right. we get to experience that here and now and that's not again that's not saying that you can't have a a great life and be a great person without and it, that goes back to the invitation like Jesus doesn't command right like you're gonna follow me it's an invitation to yeah. a banquet feast it's an invitation yeah, yeah. to the table it's an invitation into his presence yeah and that's where the beauty lies, which changes and continues to strengthen our faith and develop that intimacy. Uh, and, and, I mean, again, back to the hope of, if I'm doing this on my own, if I'm doing it without that, knowing what I've been able to experience, yeah. like, why would we ever walk away from yeah. it? There's, a, there's an authenticity to a life lived with that kind of honesty. Yeah. That, man, I never knew what I was missing out on before. And, we're, mm-hmm. and I recognize we're on our way to talking about this, this subject of, of like outing yourself, right? Of telling on yourself. Like we're on our way to talking there, but we've got to get through this first, like to understand that. Because unless you're, unless you are living that authentic life, and that only comes, that only comes from Jesus exposing us, right? That only comes from living in his light, letting his light pierce and bust through us to shine on where, where we need honesty in our lives, where we need him to say, to show us, hey, you know what? You're, you think a little, you, you and I see that a little bit differently, Chris. Like, you, you know, you think you're doing okay in this area, but let me, let me show you. Perfect example mm-hmm. Lord, thank you so much for this me time I'm about to have. <laughs> I, like, I was, actually, I was actually saying to the Lord, I'm just going to spend so much time with you and this and that, which was absolutely true. But I was, I was hiding my real motive. The, the, and, and maybe for a moment, I was even hiding it for myself, which is doubly dangerous. I didn't even know what I was bringing to the Lord. I didn't even know what I was putting in front of him. This, this lie of like, Look how great I am. <laughs> really, look. How, oh, man. Oh, boy, I'm going to have this alone time, and I'm just going to use it to focus on you and some house projects and this and that, but mainly you, until the Lord says, let me show you what's really in your heart, that you're just looking forward to being selfish. Are we satisfied with who we are in this moment? Like, I think we... Mm. Enjoying who we are as sons and daughters of the king. But are we, are we okay with where we are right now? Or is this a continual pursuit, a continual journey of God changing and shaping us? I know I really felt like I was in a sweet spot a couple years ago. Like I'm, learning, I'm filled with the peace of the Lord. I'm, I'm really developing patience. And man, patience is one where... <laughs> you don't ask to be changed in it because <laughs> but i i really thought that like okay i'm i'm in a good spot and um you know we entered the foster care system and and our son is in our house and definitely had some things to work through and it was like i love the beauty that god doesn't leave us where we are yeah it was like in that moment same as what you're talking about i felt like i was in a good spot and god's like oh no, you don't even have a clue 
how I'm going to grow your patience. And it's going to take time and it's going to be messy and it's going to be hard work. But over the period, he comes into our house and a whole different level. And I knew it was, I knew it was the Lord, you know, because he, he allowed us to enter into that to continue to grow us and to shape us. And without that, I think I would have been lazy. I think Mm -hmm. I would have just um, become a little more comfortable. And it was like, no, God, God wants to challenge um, in love because otherwise I would have just stayed, stayed where I was. And the reality is God revealing that, like you lack a ton of patience. You lack a lot of trust in me because you want to control it and fix it. Wow. Like our lives of ourselves in our flesh are, I want to control it and I want to fix it. And I warred against that. And God just continued to reveal to me, no, trust in me, love in abundance, shape and, and guide, but I love this kid more than you do. Mm-hmm. Your love, my love, Kylie's love poured out, God's love through Kylie poured out into CJ is what's going to shape and mold him. Wow. Not, not more boundaries and more rules. And, and obviously there's a mix of that for sure. But it really revealed to me how much I want to control and manipulate mm. and fix everything of myself. <laughs> it's the, you know, imagine, yeah, imagine, imagine the, the creation going to the creator. All right, I recognize I've got A, B, and C as flaws. Uh, X, Y, Z is how we're going to fix them, right? Like, like the, 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 the flaw prevents us from ha- having, like, having that journey be as honest and real and deep and authentic as possible. Yeah. And, you know, to answer your question, like, hey, are you satisfied with where you're at? I, I think the gutter is on both sides of that. Yeah, right? Oh, like, for a, sure. like too, much, too much of, oh, my God, I'm... I'm I'm worthless. I'm I'm a terrible. I'm worthless. Uh, I'm I'm never gonna get out of this. I oh my god, like self defeating, right? Like like talk about talk about the most depressive way to look at it. Right. It's just death. Yeah, and there has to be death, right? There has to be that element in order to have, you know what? Like, no, I, I'm 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 the righteousness of God in in Christ. Yeah, like Jesus Jesus traded his righteousness hmm. for my sins so that I can be righteous. So, but too much of that, and it's like, man, well, we don't need Jesus anymore because I'm all righteous, right? So there's this, and, and I, don't, I don't walk through it very well, right? No. I often swing one way. I'm, I'm, I live in one gutter, and then when I get convicted, I live in the other gutter, right? And then, That's why we're jerks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm either not good enough or I'm too good, right? One, one way or another. And so, you know, living in, that, living in that willingness, to be honest, yeah, and recognizing that, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Even, even that, even the honesty it takes to, to be that honest with the Lord, or, or even the, the, I don't know, the word that, that comes to mind is integrity, actually, in this, because I, I once heard a, 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 a definition or a, a comparison between honesty and integrity, that honesty is being forthright after the fact. Mm. Hey, I messed up last week. I 
whatever, I, I fill in the blank. I looked at pornography. I was short with my spouse. I was fill in the blank. I messed up. Whereas integrity is being forthright in the middle of it. Mm. It's, hey, I want, I am tempted right now. I want to look at pornography. I am, right now, I'm struggling because I'm so mad at my spouse because mm. of what they said. And man, I just want to leave this house and drive and not care where I go, right? Like, one of those, one of those is a little easier. <laughs> and we're, we're, we're starting to get ahead of ourselves because uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna spend a little more time on this in the, in the next podcast, um, talking about this telling on yourself kind of thing. But both of those come into play right now when we're talking about being honest with who we really are. Uh, this happened this morning in my house. Okay. Uh, I, we had a weird afternoon last night. Nothing bad, just a little different. And I didn't check CJ's assignment book. So this morning woke up and my wife asked me, you know, hey, did he do his homework last night? And I was like, man, to be honest, I don't know. So we go downstairs and we open up the assignment book and there's a lot of things highlighted <laughs> that he should have done last night. And in that moment, I, I love learning about the brain and how the brain works and, and trauma and all those, all those things. And I saw as he's learning how his brain functions and how he's retraining his brain, you know, to not dump to fight or flight survival mode. In that moment, he opened the assignment book and we looked at it and I just looked at him and I could see I could really see in his face, he was trying to make the decision of, do I stay what we call top floor brain, where I'm making logical decisions um, based on trust and love and safety and how we would normally hope to make decisions, or am I going to dump to what we call basement brain that is fight or flight, mm. which has been most of his um, life and how he was going to respond. Am I going to respond in a healthy way where we just have conversations in our house and let's work on this, let's learn from it, let's move forward, or am I going to start, you know, banging chairs on the floor and getting upset and being defiant? And I actually told him that, of, told him I could see your brain working. I could see you making that choice of am I going to be integrity, like you said, am I going to be honest in this moment? Am I going to start making healthy choices based on love and safety and trust? Or am I going to default into a survival mentality where maybe by the time we got to school this morning, he's honest, open, we're having a great discussion, he's learning and growing, but it, that's honesty because it's after the fact. Versus in that moment, he could have made a decision to take it the other way. I bring that whole story up, not in regard to CJ, as much as that's the same thing yeah. that all of us walk yeah. through. Am I going to walk my life in integrity in the moment and make healthy choices based on 
I know that I can trust God. I know that I'm safe with God. I know that he loves me and wants me, has a desire for me to be healthy. Or am I going to war against it? Am I going to fight? Am I going to hide? Like, and then have to come back in confession and repentance and go, man, God, I screwed up. I was a jerk. Yeah. And I, I, I praise God for your grace. Yeah. Uh, and I think we're just continuing to take steps, or our hope is that we're continuing to take steps into integrity versus being honest and having to... And again, praise God, right? Yeah. That, that's why we need Jesus, yeah. is for his yeah. grace and his mercy. And, and he meets us in either one of those. That's the good news. Oh, yeah, right? 100%. So, so whether it's like this repentance thing of like, hey, I messed up. I'm coming back to you, Lord, yeah. because I messed up, admitting yes. what I, I was wrong, being honest about that, I need your help to change. Well... He's not like, well, you weren't honest in the moment. You were honest, not not integrous. You're out of here, right? Like the prodigal son. Like oh my he gosh. runs to yes. because he loves us so much. Yes. He runs to the son who has made a disaster of of himself. Yes, and and throws a feast for him. Right, and and what a picture of beauty. And confronts the other son. Right, exposes his own heart and right. selfishness to give him the opportunity to have integrity. Right, and say, hey, this is how I'm feeling right now. I'm in the middle of it. It's both gutters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's both gutters. Yeah. yeah. Man, well, I'm I'm and I'm grateful that that's that's where the Lord that's what the Lord does. He either either way he is open. Either way he is uh. ready. Either way like he went he went to the cross for both of those. For yeah. both sons. The one who was with him always and and and, and struggled to be you know, I, I mean, if anything, I, I, if anything, I would say that prodigal son was probably more honest and, and was probably more authentic than the, than the son who stayed home. Yeah. Right? And so I'm, I, I'm just grateful. No matter which son you are, which gutter you're in, like Jesus is the answer. And we're going we're gonna to dive into this a little bit more on um, the next podcast. We, we appreciate you tuning in. Do you, you don't tune in, do you? Subscribe. Yeah. You I don't know. All those things. Uh, yeah. Well just tune be and subscribe. Here. Just 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 show up. <laughs> or let us show up on your phone or device or yeah. whatever. Uh we appreciate you and uh Kylie, I appreciate you too, buddy. Love you, brother. See you.